if you're innovating, creating, or making a difference. This show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. You almost don't need to ask them whether it's working because you just see the smile just from ear to ear just develop. This is genuinely life-changing technology. And that life-changing technology uses augmented reality to subtitle the world for anyone who's hard of hearing. Dan Scarf is the chief executive officer of London-based software brand X-Ray Glass. He is also the creator of X-Ray Glass's new technology, which converts audio into visuals. Through a pair of smart glasses, this new software turns speech into subtitles, allowing anyone wearing the glasses to easily follow a conversation or other audio source in real time. Dan, before we get to talking about these amazing glasses, you say on your LinkedIn that you really love envisioning the positive impact that technology can make on the lives of people. How did you first discover that passion in your life? Well, I've been in IT pretty much my entire career. I started programming when I was about 10. I had an application I'd written, published on a magazine cover disc 12, little three and a half inch floppy disc, if you remember them. So I've always been a passionate technologist. Um, I spent nearly 20 years building an IT services company which was all focused around helping large enterprise customers move their servers to the cloud, which was all very noble work, but it didn't necessarily really help me to get up in the mornings. So it was really about, you know, how can we take that passion for technology and innovation and cool tech and all the stuff that we used to do and actually apply that to a real world problem, a real challenge that, you know, one in six people in the world have in terms of deafness and you know that was what we wanted to to focus on and you know the idea for it originally came from my granddad who's 97 years old and like most 97 year olds has lost almost all of his hearing and you know last Christmas just watching him surrounded by his family but unable to engage in conversation you know alone um, around his family was terrible to watch and not quite sure when epiphany struck me, but suddenly thought, well, hang on a second, like, why can't we just subtitle the world? And that was the kind of the kernel for the idea. And everyone we spoke to said that this could be a really positive piece of technology. And so we thought that's a problem worthy of solving. So we built the app and the rest, as they say, is history. You get this amazing idea. You build an app. Now you've got a great reason to get up in the morning. It sounds really exciting. What are the next steps? Did you then test it or what were the next steps to getting it out into the hands of people that really need to use it? So effectively, we have announced that test. That was the announcement that we made. So it's sort of out of the lab and into the real world. So we have we are currently allowing people to sign up to be part of that pilot program. So, you know, amongst the first people in the world to experience the technology and You know, the reason we have done that is to get that feedback from people about, you know, where does it work? Where does it not work? What should it do? What should it not do? So we want to get as much feedback as we possibly can over the next month or two. And then we will go to general availability. So then anybody will just be able to download this software and use it. And then then we're away. So that's kind of the the timeline. Um, We're working on a whole bunch of other super interesting features like 
translation, for instance. So at the moment, it's just transcription of English to English. But, you know, imagine we wanted to be able to transcribe in different languages and imagine we wanted to be able to translate between those two different languages. So, you know, that's all of the stuff that we're working on right now. And again, all of that is going to be available as part of this general availability release. And we're also working on some unbelievably cool stuff I can't talk about just yet. But again, this captioning is really just the start of what we want to do with this software. I can't imagine what would be more unbelievably cool than this. But what if somebody listening, before we get to looking at how this works, what if someone listening has a beloved grandfather, as you have, or a relative, somebody who's hard of hearing, and they wonder if they can sign up? Is this only for Toronto area where you are, or is this all over? Well, the, the trial officially is in the UK because that is the only place that you can officially buy the glasses right now. But it's amazing what you can find on the internet if you search around. And it's highly possible that people might be able to get these glasses anywhere in the world, not that we can officially say. So if you can get the glasses and if you have a compatible phone, we would be delighted to have you on the trial. And we've got users from all around the world that's part of it. So if you're not in the UK, Japan, now China. You just have to do a little bit more work to buy the glasses right now. That's all. Let's give the link where people can find out more. So the link to the website is xrai.glass. And in case you're wondering, that stands for Extended Reality Artificial Intelligence and is pronounced X-ray. So you can go on there and you can find out more information about the software, the glasses. So the glasses themselves are created by a company called Enreal. So we write the software, they create the glasses, um, and the two of us together are effectively what is enabling this experience. So you can read more about our software, read more about their glasses, and then sign up for the pilot. How does this work? Your grandpa puts the glasses on, and let's say that he's with you next Christmas. How does that include him in the family? conversations so effectively the glasses take an audio feed from everything that's going on around you there are microphones that are built into the glasses or you can connect it to a external bluetooth microphone and then as he's sitting there with the glasses on everything that everybody is saying around him is being captioned in real time so this is augmented reality and it's quite difficult to explain to someone what augmented reality is like unless they've actually previously worn a pair of augmented reality glasses the closest approximation is if you've been in a car with a heads-up display you'll see various information that's kind of projected in front of you it kind of looks like it's sort of above the bonnet that's the way that these augmented reality glasses work. So you just are looking at what's around you and then as if through witchcraft, some captions then just start appearing like in real life, just magically in front of you. And so he would then be reading the captions of what everybody was saying. So rather than having to sit there in silence, he'd actually be able to hear, well, hear in inverted commas, what, see what people are saying and be able to engage in those conversations. Have you had a chance to show him what you're working on yet, or are you going to surprise him with them? We want to make sure it's just perfect before we show it to him. And again, it's one of the interesting things is, you know, what is the rate of tech adoption going to be in that you know, extreme end of the age spectrum, shall we call it? You know, will, will he be able to use an app on a phone and be able to get it up and working? We genuinely don't know. Like we're we're hoping to make it so simple and so straightforward that anybody can use it. But you know, you've still got to be able to 
turn the phone on and log into it and open our app. I mean, there's still, you know, some basic things that you need to do. But, you know, we think anybody can, you know, learn how to use this technology. I mean, it's not difficult. You just have to be shown. It seems like something that once he gets past the, oh, I'm not quite sure how this works, would be really a fun thing to have. I hope so. I really hope so. And again, it's not just when he's surrounded by a family at Christmas, you know, we want this to be for anything. Again, you can connect this straight to the TV and, you know, stream the audio straight into it and he could be sat watching TV now, but rather than squinting, trying to see the tiny subtitles on the TV, he's going to have his own personal subtitles in his glasses when he's out in the garden listening to the radio. You know, he can be gardening away and he's got the radio being, you know, transcribed in real time in front of him. I mean, there's so many things that we want to unlock that he's not been able to do before. How do you get the software and the technology to understand something like an accent? How do you get it around that? So our software effectively sends that live audio stream up to the cloud. So it's actually the cloud that is doing this real-time transcription for us. And, you know, that cloud has been trained with billions of people all around the world. It's the same service that might power a well-known consumer electronics device in your house. And that is how they, and vicariously we, are able to get such good transcription quality because these models have been trained on billions of of people. Um, Now, I would note, and again, something that's very, very close to our heart is user privacy. So whilst this data is processed in the cloud, it is never stored in the cloud. And all of these transcriptions and voice fingerprints and all of this, you know, let's call it sensitive information, is only ever stored on the user's phone. And we have no access to it. And that is like a big, important part of our ethos as a company is that we're all about privacy. And, you know, we think that's going to be the next war that's going to rage over the next kind of six to 12 months will be the penny dropping with people that if the product's free, that means they're the product. So... You know, let's be open and honest about that. And Dan offered an important acknowledgement. Of course, it's not just me behind this. You know, there has been an incredible number of people. You know, there's seven founders of the company. We've been working with some incredible suppliers around the world, helping us build this technology, helping us launch this technology, helping us get the legals in place, because that has been, you know, one of our biggest challenges. So you know, a huge thank you to the team, a huge thank you to all of our extended team with all of the incredible businesses that we've been partnered with to, to bring this solution to life. Thank you to the charity partners that we're working with. So the Royal National Institute of the Deaf and Deaf Kids. Thank you to Enreal, of course, our hardware partner. It wouldn't have been possible without them. So it really is an incredible team that's come together in a reasonably short amount of time to get this solution into market. So it's a big thank you from me to, to everyone that's been involved. What has been the most fun step in problem solving and getting this working for you as a technologist? Honestly, it's something that appears like it should be technically trivial, but actually has been very, very difficult. You know, we're working with brand new glasses. All of this stuff is running on a phone. So we're in a highly resource constrained environment, getting all of it to actually work and again in real time because like most of these or a lot of these transcription things are after the event we're trying to do everything live taking all of these different audio from all over the place and just the sheer joy of just seeing it work at all was like quite a thing but you know the real 
joy that we've got from it is watching people use it. So we've been doing these onboarding calls where, you know, we help people download it and get it working and stuff. And it's actually quite good. You almost don't need to ask them whether it's working because you just see the, the smile just from ear to ear just develop. And you know, that's been like the greatest part of this. And hearing the stories, you know, we've got users who one of them that works as a teacher right now and suddenly is losing his hearing and they don't know why. And he is literally going to lose his job in a few months time. And can you imagine like all of a sudden out of nowhere, losing your hearing, losing your livelihood, losing everything. And, you know, he's now wearing these glasses. He onboarded a few days ago. And so I can't wait to speak to him and kind of hear how it's been. But you know, this is genuinely life-changing technology that we have built here. And we are all like so humble and you know, so proud that we've managed to create this thing. And again, this is not about solving deafness. You know, deafness is not like a condition that can be fixed. This is all about providing additional information or additional context, you know, additional background that might be interesting to these people it's not designed to replace hearing aids it's not designed to replace lip reading it's not designed to replace sign language it's not designed to replace any of these mechanisms that people who are deaf use to communicate today this is just another data point to throw into the mix and you know sometimes the transcription might not be quite perfect because but you know we think it gives enough information that it's valuable to people I'm intrigued by that language. If I've understood you correctly, three, four years from today, if you go traveling and you're wearing these glasses and you hear French, which I don't speak well, you can understand it. Is that right? Yes, other than it's not three, four years, it's three or four weeks. So, but yes, that is, that's what we want to do. And so we're working on it as we speak. It will be available very, very soon. And that's the promise. You'll be able to communicate with someone else. Only you will be wearing the glasses, not them. So we'll have to think about exactly how that will work. But could you could tell it what you want to reply, and it could then translate it into that other language, and you could then read it to the other person. So there are ways that we can get it to work, even if both people are not wearing the glasses. If I could just get them now not to cringe at my horrible accent, we would well, really... That's a whole separate problem. But at least, again, they'll be closer to be able to talk together. Let's give out the link once again, and also timeline when people might expect this in the U.S. The trials are ongoing right now with people getting the glasses, and when, maybe conservatively speaking, might this be going to market? So the website, again, if people want to sign up for the pilot, is xrai.glass, and we are hoping for some good news in the United States around that same time period. Like We don't know exactly when, but it is, it is fairly soon. But we are dependent on NREAL, of course, and the distribution agreements that they have in place with telcos around the world. But we are hopeful of some good news fairly soon on the US. That's all I can say at this point. But watch this space. We have hundreds of people waiting in the US to come onto this. But if you can get the glasses by some other nefarious means, again, we'd be delighted to have you. And what do you need most? People can get the glasses if they can and support you by being part of the trial. But as you go forward, what else are you going to need in the way of support, people contacting you, anything of that nature as you do other extremely cool things that make a difference? I think it's all about 
well, first of all, does it work or not? I mean, that's always some helpful feedback we will get from people, but hopefully the answer to that is yes. And then beyond that, you know, the support and help that we need is really helping us to understand the different scenarios where this might be capable of being used. And, you know, already we're starting to hear new things. A good example, when you speak yourself as the user, it transcribes you because it can't necessarily tell the difference right now. And so, you know, we are very focused on as quickly as possible, like removing the captions of when you were speaking. And so we spoke to one of our test users, profoundly deaf, has been since birth. Actually, they said, well, I, no, 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 like, please don't get rid of the captions of what I'm saying, because I can't hear what I'm saying. So I don't know whether what I'm saying makes any sense or not. So actually to have the captions displayed of what I'm saying is super helpful because it confirms to me that I actually asked what I thought I was asking. And also I might want to just sit on my own, just talk to myself and just have it transcribe what I'm saying so I can practice my pronunciation and things. And that was the perfect you know, example of something we well, Crikey, we've never even thought of that. It's so obvious. And again, that's the feedback that we really love is, have you thought about this? Could it do this? Could it do that? And again, we can't promise everything. We have you know, constrained teams and we only have so much money to, to build this stuff. But we want to build as much functionality and capability as we can. It strikes me that if somebody's going somewhere and they're struck with a brilliant idea and don't have any way of writing it down, this would be a really easy way of having it taken down and then they can keep the idea. That would be one more use. Absolutely. And again, everything that you say whilst you're wearing these glasses, you know, is recorded onto your phone. So now obviously we've got the ability to go back in time almost and, you know, replay conversations that we had. What was it I agreed to do? What was I supposed to do? Like, again, it's now all captured, but again, only on my phone, not in the cloud. So I can go back and maybe I might even have a personal assistant I might be able to ask questions of my previous conversation history. You know, again, that's the, the direction that you can take this. If your family's like my family, there are going to be three conversations going on at the same time. How does it know that Aunt Mary is speaking and there's Uncle Bill over there and there's Cousin Gary, for example? How does it distinguish the different voices? So we can create voice profiles for the people. So again, as they speak not over the top of each other, we can quite easily work out who it is that's speaking. Honestly and transparently, if everybody all starts talking over the top of each other, like right now, it gets confused. And the innovation that we are going to be doing is, you know, called source separation. Now, if you're on a Zoom call or a Teams call, it can very easily figure out who's talking because it's got separate audio streams coming in. Whereas our glasses, it's just, or not our glasses, sorry, the Enreal glasses that our software runs on just has two mics. Like they all get jumbled up. It can't naturally separate the two out. Um, but the innovation that we're going to be doing is in that sort of separation arena. How can we unjumble that audio stream and actually separate out the two or three or four people that are talking at once and caption what they said individually? I mean, that is a very difficult computational problem. But we didn't want to hold up the release of the software until we solve that very difficult computational problem. You know, what we're saying to users is, you know, in the right scenario right now, where you know there's not sirens blazing the whole time, when there's not six people all talking over the top of each other, it really works quite well. But if you are in an environment where there's sirens going off and there's six people talking over the top of each other, it doesn't work so well right now. But you know, we don't want to deny the former users because of you know the environmental conditions of the latter. So we think it's at a point now where it is useful 
And so we want to get it in people's hands and it will continue to become more useful in more environmental conditions, shall we say, in the future. We need to emphasize this is in beta right now. So if you are working the bugs out, you're finding out what's working right this minute. When you say it doesn't work that well, it works great for beta. Oh, I mean, absolutely. The, the software works brilliantly in the right conditions. And you know, by general availability, it'll work even more brilliantly in the right conditions. But you know, it's going to be six, 12, I don't even know how long until we can solve some of these bigger challenges. Again, the multiple people talking at the same time is the single most difficult challenge that we've got to solve. But we have some good ideas on how we're going to solve that. Looking forward to the updates on that. The signature question for my podcast, if people could only get one thing from you about innovation, creativity, and making a difference, what would you like them to take away from your work with X-ray glass and the smart glasses? It's an incredible time to be in tech right now. It's quite incredible, you know, the innovation that's happening in the space. And again, you look at augmented reality, you look at blockchain, you look at this perfect storm that's combining right now. And just go with your heart, be brave. You know, it's possible to create these things. We're in this brave new world. You know, you don't have to be one of the big tech firms to do this. You know, anyone can. Anyone can set up a business creating amazing technology and really help change people's lives. So I guess it's just a little rallying call, I guess, you know, all the people out there with a great idea of, you know, how tech might improve people's lives, just go do it. Like, you know, there's no one or nothing stopping you these days. Dan, thank you for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. You and I have been listening to Dan Scarf, CEO of London-based software brand X-Ray Glass. X-Ray Glass is currently beta testing their new augmented reality software, which converts audio into subtitles through a pair of smart glasses. And as Dan mentioned, this is just the beginning. Among the future plans for the technology is a version which will translate languages and a number of other exciting developments currently in the works. Find out more at xray.glass. Their name is spelled X-R-A-I. And their website includes a tab on which to register for their public preview. That's x-ray, spelled x-r-a-i, dot glass. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two, T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.